0: Hello, Monetization Nation. What is your greatest pet peeve as a manager? In this episode, I'm going to share my greatest pet peeve as a manager, and I'm going to share with you the story that I tell my team to help them understand our culture, what we expect from great team members, and what it takes to thrive in our organization. Tectonic shifts are constantly transforming the earth and business causing destruction and huge growth opportunities. I'm Nathan William, the host of Monetization Nation, where we learn how to leverage business tectonic shifts to transform monetization. I feel so blessed to have an amazing team I get to work with every day, every single one of them. Entrepreneurship is not an individual sport. I would not have achieved any business successes without talented team members, and I'm so grateful for them. In the masterpiece book, Good to Great, Jim Collins teaches how one of the most important roles of CEOs and entrepreneurs is to first focus on getting the right people on the bus, focusing on the who before the what. In other words, get the right people on the bus first, and then decide where to drive together. I agree that hiring the right team is one of the most important things CEOs and entrepreneurs can do. Most successful entrepreneurs and CEOs surround themselves with great team members who take ownership and responsibility, innovate, pay attention to the details, and help others to be successful. Instead of just complaining to their supervisors about problems, these team members identify, recommend, and implement the solutions. These individuals don't just do what we ask them to do, but they find a better way to accomplish our top priorities much more effectively. These individuals help drive the company's success and profitability and not just their own raises and promotions. I call these the get it done, make it happen team members. These team members are worth their weight in gold and I've been blessed to work with many of these amazing team members during my career. I love it when I assign an important task to a team member and they take care of it, solving any problems they encounter and reporting back to me when it's done. When team members do this, I can emotionally let go of the task, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. Do you want to know my biggest pet peeve as a manager? I have a really hard time when I assign a task to a team member, and they commit to do it, but then they let it slip through the cracks. Then later, when I follow up with them, they tell me they didn't do it because of some challenge, yet they didn't try to overcome the challenge or ask for help. Unfortunately, sometimes we have a team member who has a lot of potential to be a right person on the bus, but that person is not yet reaching their full potential yet at work. So what can we do to help them achieve this potential so they can stay on the bus and help us drive the bus to amazing places? One thing I like to do in this situation is tell a story, a specific story. I firmly believe that stories are the best way to say something that engages our team members in a way they can best remember and that will more effectively drive change. There's a story called the Parable of the Oranges that has been told and retold in my company over the years to help team members understand our culture and the expectations we have for people who take responsibility to get things done and make things happen. I'm going to tell the story in my own words, as it has evolved over the years within our company. But the original version of the parable came from the book Living with a Purpose by Randall L. Ridd. An ambitious young man took a job with the company at a lower role and compensation than what he was hoping for. However, he liked the company, and he felt that if he put in his time, he could work his way up the ladder. Over the next five years, he did what was asked of him and completed his assigned tasks. Then the position he was hoping for opened and he applied for it. However, one morning he arrived at work and discovered that an employee who had only been with the company for a few months had been given the manager position. He was very upset and went to his boss and demanded an explanation. The boss said he would answer the question, but first he had a favor to ask from the employee. The boss asked, My wife needs some oranges. Would you please go to buy some oranges for her at the store? The young man agreed. The boss gave him $30, and a short time later, the young man returned with a bag of oranges and brought them to his boss. The boss thanked him for his help and said he had two questions. First, what type of oranges did you buy? The young man didn't know, and he replied, You just asked me to get the oranges, and that's what I did. The boss then asked, how much did you pay per orange? The young man again replied that he didn't know. He said, you gave me $30 and I bought the biggest bag I could buy for that amount. Here's your receipt and change. The boss thanked the young man again and asked him to have a seat in his office for a moment. Then the boss called the new manager into his office and asked her to do the same task. She agreed and the boss gave her $30. A while later, the new manager returned and reported back to the boss that the task had been completed. The boss asked her if she could have a seat and also invited the young man back into his office. The boss then asked the new manager, what type of oranges did you buy? The new manager replied, when I arrived at the store, I discovered there were many varieties of oranges and I had no idea which type to buy because I didn't know what you were going to use them for. You told me that your wife needed them, so I called your secretary, she gave me your wife's number, and I called your wife and asked for what purpose she was going to use the oranges. I hope you don't mind. She told me you guys were going to have a party tonight, and that she needed the oranges to make orange juice. So I went to the produce manager at the grocery store and asked him which oranges make the best orange juice. He told me that he thought Valencia oranges would be the best, and we looked it up online just to confirm. So to answer your question, I purchased Valencia oranges. The boss then asked the new manager, how much did you pay per orange? The new manager replied, I didn't know how many oranges I needed to buy. So I called your wife back and asked her how many people would be attending the party. She told me, and then the produce manager helped me calculate how many oranges we needed to make enough orange juice for that many people. I realized that you didn't give me enough money to buy enough oranges to make enough orange juice for that many people. The oranges were priced at 75 cents each, but because the produce manager and I had become friends, he agreed to sell me enough oranges for 50 cents each. I hope you don't mind, but your wife told me what time your party starts tonight, and I knew you would not have enough time to get home to make the orange juice before the party. So I dropped the oranges off at your house on my way back from the grocery store. The boss thanked the new manager and then turned to the young man who slumped his shoulders and said, I understand, as he walked out of the office. In our company, we tell this story to illustrate the corporate culture we're trying to create, that we expect people to pay attention to the details, to take ownership in their assignments and responsibilities, to get things done and make things happen. We're not just looking for people to execute what we tell them to do. Even more importantly, we expect our team members to think and to innovate and find better ways to accomplish the things that really matter than what we even ask them to do. Also, the best way to be successful is to help others be successful. We let people know that we don't give raises and promotions based on how long someone has been with the company or for quote unquote doing their job. Instead, we give raises and promotions based on how people have exceeded our expectations and have helped to drive the growth of the organization. Here are some of the key takeaways from today's episode. Number one, focusing on getting the right people on or off the bus first, may be more important than figuring out where we're going to drive the bus. Number two, hiring the right people is one of the most important things we can do as a CEO or entrepreneur. Number three, Storytelling can be a very effective way to teach our team things in a more engaging and memorable way that can cause longer lasting change. Number four, we need to hire team members we can trust to take responsibility, get things done, and make the most important things happen. Did you like today's episode? Then please follow these channels to receive free digital monetization content. Number one, get a free monetization assessment of your business at monetizationnation.com forward slash assessment. Number two, please subscribe to the Monetization e-magazine at monetizationnation.com forward slash e-magazine. Number three, please subscribe to the Monetization Nation YouTube channel or uh, the Monetization Nation podcast. And number five, please follow Monetization Nation on Instagram and Twitter. What stories does your business tell its team members and why? Please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Thanks for listening or watching today. I hope you have a fabulous day. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.